From Roebuck Bay to the Roe Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, in a Luwaru and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. From the greatest city in the world and across the mighty state of WA, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Tuesday down, another day, another potty. Embers, you were good today. Ah, uh, thank you very much. Yes, I uh, just trying to put it on his headphones. By the way, some of the hardest things in life are actually doing podcasts <laughs> after your show and just trying to put the headphones, headphones on. As you said, hard, Radio yeah. Craft One Hundred and One. Yep. I think I've been doing this for a while. Clearly not. It was no. a very good show today, wasn't it? Uh, no stuff-ups from you, so that was uh, always a good start. And none from you, which is surprising. Uh, we did chat to a couple of great names, though. Matthew Pavlich. No, we got all the big guns on this show, yeah, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, know why? Why, because of you? Producer Robbie. Oh, That's Producer right. Robbie. Just my black book, you That's know, guys. Right. Who so do you want to tattoo next? It's about a week and a half to uh, get <laughs> yeah. someone decent on the show. Yeah, <laughs> Shout out it. to all those guys that we've had on already. Brad Pitt on tomorrow about Babylon movie. Oh, is he? did yeah. you you saw yeah. that last night? Yeah, I did. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, it was great. It was long. Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. That's Titanic vibes. Yep. I had to go for a wee stop. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Did yep. you ask them to pause it? I did. They said yeah. no. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, really? If Embers was there, maybe. Sometimes you get that <laughs> half time <laughs> break. Yeah, <laughs> the intermission. That's yeah. in a I've never seen yeah. that at a cinema. I haven't no, yeah. but, live you know, theatre, I think. They yeah. one. Is that what it is? What was the last time? What was the last movie you went to the cinema to watch? Uh, I can't. I think during the football season last year, I remember going to one with the kids, but I um I had my Sky Racing on the whole time, so I just watched races. But I can't remember what movie was. Oh God, yeah, I'm trying to think. What did you have your headphones on? Yeah, or? had the headphones on yeah, and right. just uh, watched. Uh, yeah, some racing. Good movie then. <laughs> that was a great one. That's why I can't actually remember what it was called. <laughs> Minions or something. The Michelle Payne uh, horse racing movie you were watching. <laughs> You're a pain. <laughs> pain in my ass. I'll tell you who thinks both of you are pain. Yeah. Zave and Michelle. You stole <gasps> their thunder. Oh, yes, eh? Didn't we just uh, did. step on their yeah. toes today? So Hugely. it was with um, Zave Michelle have lost their sugar honey ice tea. No, we yeah. can actually say shit, can't we? You can say shit on oh, yeah, this pod, right. I suppose. Podcast, yeah. It's not Pop going to air. That's I know. Right. Somebody won it. Yeah. Do I play the audio? Play it. Be- well, actually, this isn't the winning. This is oh. the video off Instagram afterwards where you two completely rubbed it in. I've never even seen Katie dance like this before. Play it. <laughs> First prize given away, Brad from Kennington. He went number seven. What was it? Which was a $500 butcher voucher. Oh, great prize. I'm pretty sure that was Xavier's prize. And then he went for number 29. Oh, would you look at that? Which is also Matthew Pavlich's number. No, so he was a big fan but of Fremantle. But guess what? We gave it away first. First we prize. Gave it away drive. First. Drive. Push, push, push. Drive. 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 Rush hour. Rush hour. Where, who needs production? Rush hour. Yeah. That was good. That was um, good. Show yeah, up. sucked in to Michelle and Xavier, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I love that when it's like we're the Stephen Bradbury of the radio station. We just swoop in at the very end and take it all. Just take all the glory, you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Hey? Well, are they going to be devo.com? I reckon they'll be spewing. Yeah, Wouldn't love you that. I reckon yeah, they could Winners not here. give a... Shenanigans. Shit. 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 Shit.
on Nova. Oh, <laughs> I, I love on you. What? On what? Hang on. On Nova. What did you say? <laughs> Who employs you now? No. Hey. Well, you know, you spend 10 years at a place. Yeah. And you sometimes... Was honestly trying so hard last week to make sure that I got all of the IDing correct. Now you that got I'm anchoring, really comfortable with yourself, didn't I you? I did. Hey? First break of yesterday, I just completely slipped up. The socials blew up. You can check it out on Triple M Perth as well. Um, <laughs> after that happened, um, my... fair to say the bosses weren't happy, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> so our boss Tim, uh, he called Robbie and uh, left me a little bit of a message. Paddy, it's Tim here. Now, one of my proudest achievements running Triple M was when I managed to somehow out of nowhere convince somebody to actually leave the biggest radio station in Perth, Nova 937. <laughs> and that's what happened when I brought you over. Now, I thought when I'd bring you over, we would use you to promote our radio station. The fact that you have come to us to give them even more listeners is not the best thing in the world. I'm just going to say um, two words for you. Probation period. Okay, that's tomorrow. Catch up tomorrow, uh, he said. Unless it wasn't, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, he I, makes a very good point, though. Bit of like, a we have employed you to promote <laughs> yeah. our radio no, no, station. Gotta, Here you are promoting another radio station no, no, no. that, fair to say, probably don't need that much promotion. <laughs> Elton John concert in Melbourne over the weekend, and Molly Meldrum has just taken the whole spotlight away <laughs> from the concert. Oh, my God. Because... He dacked himself. He dacked his pants. He's pulled his pants down at an Elton John concert. And so the funny thing is, is that I thought it was all part of the show, as did many people yep. watching. Everyone just thought, oh, Mel- Molly Meldrum's up there. He's of course, big name. He's obviously good friends with Elton John as well. <laughs> Would have been invited to the concert. Maybe they're doing some sort of uh, act together. It's an act. It's exactly. an act. Bit of, bit of fun. Um, yep. Elton John had no idea he was going to do that. He had no idea why he was on stage. And if you actually look at the footage, yep. Molly Meldrum is just leaning on his piano whilst he's trying to play a song. Elton John's sort of looking at him. There are two guys right behind Molly who are like, what are you doing there, kitty? <laughs> and then Molly just literally, he tries to say that he had a, a belt, like a pants malfunction, and his pants no, fell down. No, I, no he literally pulled <laughs> them down. He'd been at the pub all day. He was Molly the monk, <laughs> right? He was completely drunk. And, and can I just say, that's, that's a saggy bum. Stolen the moment. Mm. Well, it wasn't it, you would with that saggy bum. Hey, um, the Aussie actor who played Molly Meldrum in the TV series uh, Molly, yep. uh, Samuel Johnson, he was on the morning show and he said this isn't the first time that Molly Meldrum has stolen someone's thunder. When I won the gold Logie, I was about to have my million dollar moment and I told him specifically not to come up on stage. He wasn't nominated. It was my moment. I wanted to make it about cancer and he wanted to make it all about the network. And um, he ended up coming up at the Gold Logies and, and it was my million dollar moment gone wrong. It was an absolute catastrophe. He warbled in a very drunken fashion for eight whole minutes. Uh, now I've seen him do it again uh, without, at the Elton John concert. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's time to hang up your hat, mate. Hang up your hat, mate. <laughs> Tell your story, walking, hasn't uh, old big Sammy Johnson just gone whack there? We'll throw it out to our listeners. One triple three a five three. Who stole your moment? Now, fair to say, back in two thousand and ten, there was a game, and a lot of West Coast Eagles supporters will remember this, where Mark Lacroix kicked twelve goals. Well, 
He was having the time of his life. Now, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for myself, right, mm-hmm. he laid, laced it out on his chest about seven times in that particular game, wouldn't even got close, <laughs> right, to the club record, which was 14. <laughs> now, in the last quarter, we knew that he was getting close to it, right? And so the guys got together and said, let's make sure we keep, keep hitting him, keep hitting him. Mm. And had this moment, right, late in the last quarter where he let out to me, got the ball in my hand, mm. right? And I thought to myself... Now, nah, bugger you, Lecker. I've already fed you about seven or eight. I'm, I'm taking this moment myself, right? <laughs> I've gone over his head, right, from 55, kicked the goal, right, celebrated to the crowd. Lecker's pissed off, right? Never got the club record, <laughs> but it was my moment, yes. and I took it. <laughs> Joy is in Beckenham. Hey, Joy. Hi, how you doing? All very right, well. Joy, going very well. Tell us who stole the moment. Okay, we got, my husband and I got married on the 14th of October, 1989. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, so the 21st, we went to my sister's engagement party. Yep. And at about 8 o'clock, my dad said, could you all charge your glasses and meet us across the road? And my sister got married in the neighbour's backyard. Oh, <laughs> straight after. It's a bit close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> supposed to be celebrating your marriage. And guess well, what? Well, that's right. Your skin yeah. and blister decided to uh, ruin the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hectic. Did it, that, this cause a bit of a family feud or what? Uh, I can be very clearly heard on the video saying that's a cheap night out, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the last laugh. I love that joke. Now, uh, how are you going with your sister these days, Joy? Um, she lives in Tom Price. <laughs> Okay, so fair to say you're, you're, uh, yes, you're not, uh, you know, following each other on Instagram. No, <laughs> no, no Christmas cards sent out to Tom Price in recent times, Joy. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even sound sorry about it, to be honest. Yeah. You just kind of like, no. yeah, no, <laughs> certainly, not. certainly not bitter after all these years, are you, Joy? No, not at all. Not at all. Good <laughs> on you, Joy. Day two of the Australian Open, well and truly underway in Melbourne. And in Melbourne, reporting for Channel 9, Matthew Pavlich, who joins us now. Hey, Pav. Katie, Embers, how are you guys? Yeah, hey, well. Pav. Hey, Pav, what's your tennis game like? Uh, are you more of a <laughs> serve volley kind of guy, or are you nice to keep it nice and simple from the baseline? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, well, Embers, as you know, probably given my size and power, I was a big serve. Yep. A big serve and then the little dink serve uh, second up just to get, make sure that goes in. Pretty good on the forehand. Yep. Yeah, and same. then uh, dodgy, dodgy double hand backhand. Slice backhand is probably where I'm at. So. <laughs> oh, you're trying to do the Federer. Um, did you, yeah, uh, correct. But, but nowhere near the Federer, of course. No. Did you play a little bit of tennis when you were playing football to help create a bit of balance? Um, look, I didn't, but you know what? I, I met my, my my wife Lauren on the yep. UWA tennis court, so that's oh, probably the um, that's probably yeah. the, the the great thing that tennis has brought me a, a wonderful wife. Um, <laughs> when we were when we were at uh, at UWA doing um, sports science was our undergrad together, yep. uh, along with a few other people that we we're all mates with now. Um, a part of one of the practices playing tennis on a Friday morning, so. Okay. That's where we actually. Uh, that's where we actually met. So that's probably my greatest tennis story, along with the fact that I have. I mean, even just the last um, couple of days being based here in Melbourne, yeah. get to sort of interview some some um, some of the stars and legends of the game, sort of walking past and being in the same room with uh, Rafael Nadal and a few of the legends, which has been very cool. But oh my uh, gosh. yeah, meeting meeting Lauren probably has got that covered. Oz Open has been a dream of mine to go. What was the vibe yesterday when Nick Kyrgios had to pull out? Well, the vibe, so leading in, um, believe it or not, I, I went for a little trot along the Yarra River about 9am and there was a massive line. There was a line um, along the banks 
um, there all the way back to Flinders Street. That's how busy it was to get in. It was the biggest crowd um, the Oz Open has ever seen on opening day yesterday. It was absolutely chock-a-block and people were just so excited to get back to a live event in tennis here in Melbourne after you know the schmozzle that has been the last couple of years. Mm. But um, uh, the vibe once Nick went out was in- incredibly flat. Uh, I think everyone around the place, uh, particularly the broadcast partners, were a bit flat that uh, yeah. it didn't it didn't uh, you know, go his way. But I mean, he's obviously having to check his health uh, and his knee. Um, you know, he's obviously in for surgery, so he, he needs to take care of that. So yeah, very flat. Um, but the good news is uh, Jason Kubler won yesterday. Yep. Uh, Olivia uh, Gadecki as well. So plenty of Aussie hopes still alive. And uh, and right now, or, or very shortly, there'll be a few others playing with uh, Kokonakis and Demonor and a few yes. others. So yeah, lot, lots to still look forward to if you're an Australian uh, Australian fan. You mentioned before, Rob, uh, being able to interview some of those big names. You mentioned Rafael Nadal. Is there someone that you've had a, a good chat with so far, Pav? Yeah, Stefan Ossitsipas is probably the one that yep. um, we had a bit of fun with. I, I uh, had the good fortune a couple of years ago uh, meeting him and Alexander Zverev at the Hopman Cup when you know the big Serena and Rog fest was going on. Um, yep. what, what, a, what a wonderful time that was to, to go along and watch some tennis if that's what your jam was. And um, we were there and said, I bet those guys, and we had another good chat yesterday. Um, we also had a chat with Francis Tiafo, the American um, sort of succeeded within the top 15. He, we had a good chat with him yesterday. He's a bit of fun. He's got a, Embers, talk about good rigs going around. You and I these days don't uh, sport any good rigs I'll down speak the beach. For yourself, Francis, <laughs> I think you're going okay. Like, okay. Think, uh, I'll speak, I'll I'm struggling a bit Rembers. over here at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Been on the pies a bit, he reckons. Um, <laughs> But but no, Francis Tiafo, I tell you what, his, his skinnies would be about twenty five, I reckon. Oh, really? He's a great Nick. Um, and then Jason Kubler uh, was the was the Aussie, and he he's just a um, a young kid running around with no meniscus and either knee, but uh, but he can certainly he can certainly play tennis and try on his hardest. Hey, uh, Pav, is it stinking hot in Melbourne? I saw some games that in the outdoor courts were suspended because yeah. it was like thirty six degrees. How are you going in the heat? Well, sweating, sweating yeah. bullets, I can tell you. It's, uh, it's very warm out there. Um, I, I was surprised. So, you know, I guess the on-court temperature, it certainly increases, you know, 10 or so degrees, the, the, the difference in, in um, what the ambient temperature is versus what the on-court temperature is. But, I mean, some of the pre-season sessions, members I remember sort of being high 30s in that Perth heat and, uh, and really having to push through. But, yeah, once yep. it gets to this certain rating above five that they have to call the games off. So, yeah, stinking hot day. Here in Melbourne, but guess what? Typical Melbourne. Tomorrow it's predicted to rain, so um, <laughs> they'll keep they'll keep the roof on regardless because of the heat or the rain over the next twenty four hours. They're nowhere near as tough as us over here in WA, mate. We're used to the heat, <laughs> and we just push through, Correct. don't we? Looking forward to chatting with our next guest, Caddy. He's a genuine star of the Perth Scorchers. His name is AJ Ty, and he joins us here on the Rush Hour. G'day, AJ. G'day, Embers. G'day, Caddy. How are we? Very right. well. Hey, uh, you're taking on Hobart Hurricanes tomorrow, Optus Stadium at 4.40. How are you guys looking forward to that? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, coming back off a three-game away trip, it's always nice to play at home, and I think it's our second-last game at home this year, so it's... Uh, yeah, one that we want to capitalise on and win. Couldn't quite get the job done against the Sixers. You guys have had an outstanding rivalry with them, but uh, still currently on top of the ladder. And as you said, with a few games to go, it's a nice position to be in. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, it was a tricky wicket. And I, I think even though they got the points, I think we got more out of that game than, than they did. Um, obviously, just 
getting customised to those conditions, uh, knowing what works, what doesn't work, um, stuff like that. But, yeah, we're, we're in a nice position. Hopefully we can get uh, three of our next three games and win them all and, and then we finish on top. Hey, um, you have the most wickets in league this year, but before you became a specialist death bowler, they say, you were a former Glengarry Hungry Jacks manager and proper whopper demolisher. <laughs> Do you miss the Hungry Jacks days? Uh, well, <laughs> well let, let's, let's just say the, uh, the Hungry Jacks was never good for the skin fold. So. <laughs> hey, the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. Apparently so. What's your go-to um, burger, AJ? I used to just make make my own. I think it was like a double beef, double cheese, double bacon, beetroot, onion, anything. Not great for the waistline, I imagine. Uh, you've slimmed down now, which is good. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Much um, better than I was. Now, as you know, one of the uh, the perks of uh, traveling as much as you guys do, you know, playing three or four games a week, you're on the planes a lot. uh, You get to uh, rack up a few frequent flyer points. Uh, You must have a few at the moment, AJ. Yeah, I think I'm just clinging on to keeping my current status, but that's (laughs) that's all right. Where do Um, you uh, get to use uh, some of those points when the uh, the season wraps up? Yeah, I haven't got that far yet. Now. Hopefully, yeah, I'll be able to take the wife and our, our little girl on, on holiday somewhere and um, see where we can go with the points, I guess. Hey, um, I did uh, speak to your wife, Bonnie, uh, just recently, and she did say that you are Peyton's favourite parent, even though you're not with her uh, nearly as much as her. Are you loving being a dad? Yeah, absolutely loving it. And Bond's right, I am her favourite. Um, <laughs> I, I feel eternally bad for that. <laughs> Bond does literally absolutely everything to keep her alive and not just swung in and have a look at her and she smiles her head off at me. So, um, well, any parenting tips, just ask Embers because he's got 74 children. <laughs> that yeah. I know about anyway, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, AJ, I understand uh, the Wacker are doing something that when you guys win, the Scorchers win, um, you message uh, members of the WACA um, to say, you know, oh, thanks so much for supporting. We're glad we got the win for you. Um, My dad um, has received a couple of messages from you um, recently. He's just asking if you can send the messages before 8.30 because they keep on waking him up at 9.30 p.m. I'll have to uh, have to let them know. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, so massive. I'll tell um, your dad put his phone on top. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what his problem is. Exactly. Yeah, massive game uh, tomorrow <laughs> against the Hurricanes. Uh, Katie mentioned it before. Uh, obviously, a death bowler. You you love bowling at the end. Enormous amount of pressure, but it does look like you love the responsibility. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a role that I've I've been brought through doing. Um, they identified that as a role for me a long, long time ago, and at something that I adapted to and I quite like it. So, you know, you, you get used to bowling the tough overs, which is also a great opportunity to, to really sort of capitalise for the team. Absolutely. We'll keep smashing it. We look forward to hopefully you guys are smashing the Hurricanes tomorrow up to Stadium 440. Good luck. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to tomorrow, Katie. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, Wine for a Wine is back. It's that simple. All you need to do is call us up, mm-hmm. tell us your wine, and yeah. guess what? You get wine? We'll reward you with a wine. Oh, oh we How do love a wine around here. Hey, um, some pretty heavy news today, Embers. Uh, the Pakistan captain, Babar yes. Azam. I'm ho- I hope I'm saying that correctly. Babar, yep. He is being accused of allegedly sexting a teammate's girlfriend. Oh, 
some after, things you got to watch. I know. After videos and voice recordings went viral online, so apparently this sort of was leaked on Twitter. Yeah, so among the accusations, uh, right, which has been uh, widely reported by the Pakistan press at the moment, uh, says that Babar promised the woman that her boyfriend's spot in the team would be safe <sighs> if she continued to sext him. Honestly, like, <laughs> with you know, nowadays where you can screenshot social media, the fact that he, you know, was posting photos of himself topless or whatever, why is he putting his face in it? Like, that's just, you know what I mean? these days, don't you? And this really just comes um, very soon after Shakira. So, you know, Shakira, whose hips don't lie. Shakira. Yeah, Shakira, there you go. Yeah, she knows how to move them too. (laughs) So it's just come out as well that um, her ex-husband was doing a Zoom video for some kind of meeting or whatever. Now, this was done in 2021 when they were still married (laughs) and they were in their family home. And in the Zoom meeting that has been released to the media, uh, a woman he was having an affair with is just in the background, just... As you do. Lays it on the, on the couch well, in their family been, home. She might have been the cleaner. Who knows? No, who knows? <laughs> Clean up something. No, no. It was <laughs> it was definitely the woman he's now with to this day. Mm. So we want to throw it out there, one triple three five three. How did you catch them cheating? So a former teammate of mine, won't mention mm. his name, oh, he was on, dating this, uh, this girl, complete bombshell. She was yep. incredible. And at one stage we thought that she could actually be the one. Now – he got a phone call, my mate, my teammate, uh, from another guy mm. saying, just want to let you know that I too am in a relationship <gasps> with your girlfriend. Oh, he just, what do you mean? Now, they ended up doing some digging. It wasn't just those two. There was another guy oh. who they'd found out that was dating the same girl. There was three of them dating the same girl. The same girl. girl. They're like in the a time. quadruple. That is it's incredible. Un- unbelievable. But that's how they caught her technically cheating they did. on them. All yes. right. One triple three five three. How'd you catch them cheating? Come on, we want some juicy goss oh. right now. Alistair from Haynes to kick things off. All right, Alistair, did uh, the cheating involve yourself or did you catch someone else out? Uh, it was my ex fiance. I'd oh, love to hear juicy. your story, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, based in Townsville all the time, and she had moved to Sydney ahead. Like I was going to be moving to Sydney. She'd gone ahead to get ourselves a little bit established yep. and, you know, the whole rigmarole. Yep. Yep. And she was coming back every other weekend. And uh, yeah, one weekend I after she left, I, uh, I randomly started peeing molten lead. Yep. What? Uh, 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 Pardon? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, bad euphemism. Um, I was, it hurt incredibly to pee. Oh, I get oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was just like, Getcha. wow, that must be a medical mm, disorder. Um, um, <laughs> so you had to ask the question, uh, where's that come from? <laughs> oh, no. So did you go yeah, and get yeah, tested? So yeah, I, go uh, yeah, we got off to the doctor, a couple of <laughs> rather sizable antibiotics and, uh, yeah, very... Interesting phone call. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah. did you stitch her up? Like, did you kind of play her on for a bit to see if she would come clean or did you just have it out with her? No, no, I I, I bought the axe down on the relationship pretty yeah. quickly. Good yeah. for you, Alistair. Power to you. Um, yeah, I, hope oh, that, you know, I hope you're yeah. not weighing lead anymore. No, no, no more. On to bigger and better things. You know, uh, beautiful. Kids now. Oh, beautiful. Oh, there you go, hey? Sometimes it all works out in the end for you, Alistair. <laughs> Great <it>. call. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tani is in Valdivis. Hey, Tani. Hiya. Hey, Tani. Um, 
So this wasn't um, me, but it was how we found out my dad had apparently uh, cheated on my mum when they'd been together. Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, it's juicy. We're, uh, we're keen so, to hear the story. Hear <laughs> yeah, so my parents got divorced when I was around in, in year uh, three or so. And then yep. when I was in year five, uh, there was a girl at our school. Okay. And my older sister noticed that she was friends with my dad on Facebook. Um, and so she asked her, like, you know, why are you friends with our dad? And she said, oh, well, he was engaged to my mum about three or four years ago. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say that your yeah, yeah, dad was um, befriending no, this year father. No, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, she considered him basically like a stepdad, and we, we had <gasps> no idea. I mean, my mum my obviously knew, hence the whole being divorced, but that was interesting. Oh, my goodness. my God. That you is the on... juiciest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Um, <laughs> do you have a relationship with this girl, your dad? Um, and well, I still, I mean, we still got a relationship with our dad, but um, yeah. we brought it up to him, and he he was like, "Oh, poor thing." I was friends with her mum, and then she was just delusional, you know. And we were like, "Yeah, all right, oh, dad." Oh, um, but yes, no, dad. we used to tell kids that we were practically. Uh, we used to tell kids at school we were practically stepsisters. Yeah, so I could imagine. We yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen, we're um, yeah, dad, and uh, anyway, it's a bit confusing, but uh, oh, we're related wow. in a way. Well, thank oh, you for your goodness. call. That yeah, was um, thanks, <laughs> That was very on topic. So we're looking for a babysitter at the moment. My wife, Caitlin, and I—they're not mm. easy to get babysitters, but no. when you get a good one, they are certainly worth keeping. Big year coming up. I've got mm-hmm. the three kids at home and of course uh, Frankie as well. But for the three kids, school pickups, etc., yeah. I think are going to be important, obviously, with my role in Triple M. Unable to do it all the time. Now, my wife Caitlin has uh, just texted through and said, uh, I just uh, insta-stalked a potential babysitter. <laughs> as you do. And she is way too hot to employ. <laughs> Now, <laughs> fair play. I've, uh, I, you know, by devil's advocate, so I think you know we should give her a chance. Uh, she might have a great personality, yeah. if you know what I mean. So <laughs> let's just not uh, let put a line through it just yet. She might have amazing references that she's the hottest. But ba- I mean, the most amazing Who babysitter. Knows? But I said, listen, until we actually both sit down together with her, I don't think we can rule her out <laughs> just yet. So, uh, <laughs> um, very good. Uh, we'll give her a chance. And uh, P.S. Uh, she said that uh, your three kids are crazy. Please bring home wine. So, uh, yes, big day. You know what? Tomorrow, Wine for a Wine, Wednesdays is back. Do you reckon we get Caitlin, my wife, to call up tomorrow? Oh, yes. I reckon she would have a lot to complain about most Wednesdays. She would. Being married to me for just over a year, I think there's a fair bit to whine about. We'll see you then. It's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.